Today on episode 236 of the Computer Tutor Podcast, some things I see over and over again. So today I'm going to tell you three things, three tips. If you just do these three things, you'll be happier and safer while using your computer. Welcome to another episode of The Computer Tutor, tips, tricks, and advice from a computer pro without all the tech talk. And now, here is your computer tutor, Scott Johnson. Welcome back to The Computer Tutor Podcast. If you're new to the show, I am your personal computer tutor, Scott Johnson, and I'm here every Monday morning to show you how to do cool things on your computer And you're going to find out it's really important to me that everything is explained in plain English. None of that silly technical geek speak like some techs like to do. My day job is running my computer services company. I work on client computers right here in Safety Harbor, Florida. And I also work on computers all around the country through remote access. So if you have a problem with your computer, all you have to do is give me a call. 727-254-9078. Or email me at pctutor at gmail.com. And of course, today's computer tip can be seen at my website if you go to computertutorflorida.com forward slash 236. So let's get started. I've been working on computers for a long time and working with people to help them use their computers. In fact, I really started this business as a personal one-on-one computer instruction service. I found that I kind of have the gift of explaining concepts in a way that people can understand. And so many people get a little overwhelmed just thinking about learning computer stuff. And I can just help them calm down and learn how to do what they need to do on the computer. That's why my business is called The Computer Tutor. It's kind of funny because these days I do a lot more computer repairs and upgrades and that kind of thing, even more than the personal tutoring. It kind of evolved that way. What typically happened in the beginning is I would go over to a client's location and we'd go over what they needed to learn, like how to do stuff in Microsoft Word or Excel or Photoshop, or even just how to get around and use Windows efficiently. And when you spend an hour or two like that, my clients really get a feel for who I am, how I can help, and that I'm patient. So there's a relationship built there. So like maybe a month later when their hard drive isn't working right or... Six months later, or Outlook isn't sending an email like it's supposed to, or something else breaks, you think they're going to start looking around for a tech or, God forbid, take their computer to the geek squad? No way. They already know me and have confidence in me, so that's when my phone rings. So I've been doing this for a long time, since 1999, and when you have the advantage of looking back over many years and kind of evaluating in general all the situations and the clients I've dealt with, I can tell you that a lot of the problems I see come up because of a few common things. Now, obviously, each situation has its own details and little idiosyncrasies, and I don't want to generalize too much in talking about this today, but I can say with pretty good confidence that if you took these three things and used them as rules for when you're online and you're using your computer, you could avoid all kinds of problems. So here they are. First one is this. If you know a website's address, don't type it in the search bar. There's a big difference between going directly to a specific website and doing a Google search to try to find something on the internet. If you know the actual website address, such as, like for my website, the address is computertutorflorida.com, 
you can type that at the top of the screen in the address bar, and it's going to take you directly to that website. But here's what happens sometimes. I'll be on the phone with someone, and I need to get them to my website to download some software to their computer. So I'll give them my website address and tell them to type that right in the address bar. And a few seconds go by, and then they'll say something like, well, I see computer tutoring, computer instruction, personal tutoring. And I know that what they're reading is a list of the Google search results because they did a Google search for it. What they need to do instead is to go to the top of the screen where the address bar is and type it in there and hit enter on the keyboard. That takes them directly to my website without involving Google at all. Now, why is this such a big deal? Well, because of scammers. Scammers create websites that are designed to infect your computer or trick you into clicking on something that will download all kinds of bad stuff to your computer And unfortunately, when you do a Google search, a lot of times many of the websites that come up in the Google search results are those malicious websites. And sometimes it's kind of hard to tell the difference between a legitimate website and one that's trying to do bad stuff. But if you know the website's address where you want to go, you can skip all that. And that's going to help you avoid all kinds of problems. The second tip is this, and it's sort of related to the first one since it involves Google. And this one's really simple. Don't search Google for anything free. Are there free things on the internet? Sure. Are all of them good and helpful? No. In fact, many of them are really bad. So when I talk about searching Google for free stuff, I'm talking about free music, free games, free screensavers, free wallpaper, free video player, free movies, free audiobooks, those kind of things. And I'll tell you something, Google gets searched for those things millions of times every day, and that takes us back to the scammers. They know that people are searching for free stuff, so they'll make a website about that. Like, say, they'll make a free games website. And since this website is all about free games, it comes up in the Google search results. But guess what? When you download a free game from that website to your computer, you're also downloading six other things you didn't ask for. And now your home page has changed, and you have pop-ups with ads all over the screen, and you've got toolbars clogging up your web browser, and your computer has slowed to a crawl because of all that junk going on, all because you wanted a free game to play. So don't search Google for free stuff, because it's probably not going to end very well. And finally, the third tip. When an error comes up on your computer, don't wait to tell your tech about it. Yeah, I know the easiest thing to do is just close that error message to get it out of the way and get on with things, but these things rarely fix themselves. In fact, they usually get worse over time. Here's what usually happens. Someone will bring me their computer because it's doing weird things, like maybe a particular program won't open, or the computer restarts at random times, maybe. Now, from a tech standpoint, in some cases, there's a very easy fix for these things. It's something built into Windows called System Restore. System Restore, assuming it's enabled, will sort of take a snapshot of your computer's registry every so often, and it keeps a record of the dates it created those snapshots, which actually are called restore points. If you check your computer, you might have a few restore points, or maybe a half dozen or so, and the oldest one might be like a couple of weeks old. Now, there's some variations in that, but that's often what I see. So you could choose that date from two weeks ago, And System Restore will take your computer back to the state it was in on that date before you started having this problem. And it doesn't even affect your documents or pictures or any of that. So even going back two weeks, you won't lose any of your important files. 
So as you can imagine, this can be a pretty handy tool for a technician to use in certain cases. It's not always the right solution, but it is sometimes. But when someone brings me their computer, tells me about this weird thing it's been doing, and I ask them exactly when did this start happening, they might tell me, well, I'm not exactly sure. It was probably four or five months ago. It's been a while, so I don't really remember exactly. That was a mistake. Because now, by waiting that long before doing anything, it takes away one of the tools that we might have been able to use if we'd known about the problem right away. Not saying it still can't be fixed, because just about anything can be fixed, but the repair is going to be more complicated, and usually when something takes more time, it usually also means that it costs you more money. So the bottom line is when something seems like it's breaking, don't wait to get it looked at. Now, the nice thing is a lot of my clients are already following these guidelines, so they're already avoiding a lot of problems anyway. And on the other hand, I have some people that I can offer them whatever advice I can offer, and they're still going to do it their way. Sometimes that works out okay, and other times they run into big problems. And that's okay. I don't judge. It's their computer to do what they want. And they're going to have to pay someone to come in and clean things up and get it working again. So I'm happy to be that person. But hopefully you'll take these things to heart if you aren't doing them already. I already know if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you want to learn new stuff and learn how to do things better and more efficiently. So that's an advantage that you have already. And if you need anything from Amazon, use this link, computertutorflorida.com forward slash shop, S-H-O-P. Or just click the link at the top of my website. It doesn't cost you any more money, but you can support the podcast while you're shopping. It's a win-win. And what other guidelines do you go by when you're using your computer? I'd love to hear about that or anything else you might want to say. You can email me at pctutor at gmail.com, or you can call my podcast voicemail line, 727-386-9468, and leave a message anytime, day or night. And that'll do it for this week. As always, I'll see you back here next Monday morning with another computer tip. Well, that wraps up this episode of the Computer Tutor Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to contact me with a question, a comment, or a suggestion for a future topic, you're welcome to do so at my website, computertutorflorida.com. And while you're there, sign up for my free Monday morning email newsletter. If you have a computer problem, give me a call at 727-254-9078. In many cases, I can take care of a problem remotely, so it doesn't matter if you're here in Florida, up in Maine, or way out in California. I'd love to help. Thanks again for listening, and have a great week. God bless.